0: Julian Pena Patrick Hines. Hey, girl.
1: Hey, girl. The thing about seasonal depression is that it's not just in the winter. It's New York City in August.
0: Yes, it's true.
1: Good God, it is miserable. And I love the winter. I'm waiting for it.
0: You guys, we made a huge announcement last week.
1: Oh my God.
0: We announced um, our live show. It was originally going to be one, but it sold out so fast we had to add a second show. Live shows, like the S's in parentheses. (laughs) Exactly. You guys, October 27th and 28th, it's a Saturday Sunday. The Saturday show is sold out. The Sunday show is more than half sold out. Yep. Come hang with us, you guys. It's going to be a party our website's going through an overhaul so we don't have the link on our website but if you want to get tickets go to our Facebook page not the Facebook group the regular true crime obsessed Facebook page
1: yeah facebook.com slash true obsessed it's super easy
0: yeah or the Twitter page and uh, go to the pin post and you'll find the link to buy tickets you can also go to green room 42 that's where we're doing it you can go to their website and mm-hmm. buy the tickets there um, come hang out with us you guys we're doing that going clear documentary Scientology it's- oh I'm sorry Scientology
1: <laughs> that's Leah Remini for everybody
0: but then we're just gonna like hang out with you after there's a bar mere feet from the stage I
1: mean it wasn't exactly why we chose it but it helps it It helps and we're
0: just gonna like drink with you guys all night so come see us live yeah Uh, one more thing before we get to the show don't forget to check out our patreon we're up to episode 4 of the staircase our episode by episode of cereal all of our interviews patreon.com slash become obsessed and you guys I think
1: I like am I do I like the staircase I don't know I can't tell it drives me nuts but I love recording it and the yes. episodes are really funny so it's like do I like it I don't know someone tell me if I like it or not Mike is like you like it but I, it bothers me so I don't know
0: you have a lot to say about it I do you get a lot of opinions I, you know it's what we love about you <laughs> Girl, girl, girl. Know. Here's what I'm gonna say. So what? you guys, we're talking about episodes three and four of Wild Wild Country today. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're like in the heart, in the meat of it. You know, like the first episode was a lot of like explanation uh-huh. and all that. Now everything is just batshit crazy.
1: Oh yeah, now it's like it's super bad.
0: It's just bonkers.
1: So episode three, because they don't have witty names. Because she like. What's this one called, Jillian? Part three. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila was like, "I won't be a part of anything with cutesy bullshit names. You yeah, goddamn hippies
2: don't." <laughs> if i didn't take measures to protect our community no one else would do it
3: we call upon the governor to disarm this cult's army now
4: if the government does decide to get you they're going
3: to get you who would poison a whole town the rajneesh set a stage for a big outbreak to influence the election. They had no evidence.
5: They were facing immigration fraud, smuggling. The Rajneeshis came this close to murdering a presidential appointee. There is bias, there is pre-judgment,
4: religious discrimination, and this is democracy. I've had enough of it. We were going to mount a full-scale assault. We will be ready to protect ourselves.
6: Grown up, understanding, thou shalt not kill. What had happened?
4: There's darkness in all of us. Doesn't make you a bad person.
1: (laughs) So it starts with just like these these sweeping shots of everyone like meditating. And then we cut to this woman named Sunny, probably not her real name.
0: <laughs> I thought it was Lunny. I wrote down Lunny Press that Relations. Stupid
1: on screen text <laughs> I, is the that, worst. That
0: script is impossible it's to impossible.
1: read. It's impossible. It's
0: horrible. Before we get to Lunny Press Relations, can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes. I, I couldn't stop thinking about this. Do these people have any sense of how fucking crazy they look? No,
5: oh, no,
1: not no, at all. They
0: don't. No, you're the crazy one. <laughs> And they has that not been made abundantly clear? It's just like the first shot is all of them wearing the exact same hat, the exact same outfit. Orange. Orange. And like they really, there's not one of them you don't think is looking around like, come on, you guys. Come on, come on, you guys. I
1: mean, I, I think there's part of them, uh, there's got to be at least a small, small, small part of one person who's just like, but they'll kill me if I say it. <laughs> I miss my family. Right. I miss my I miss like blue sweater. Right. <laughs> I miss having an array of colors. Right. I was going to say, I miss like indoor plumbing, but no, they right. have a full <laughs> irrigation system. Like, it's not that kind
0: of cult. How dare you? It is so fancy. Yeah. Their indoor plumbing is top notch.
1: You can't say, like, I miss sex. I miss booze. I miss right, like right, right. The, the lovely things in life. Like, no, they have all that.
0: <laughs> They'll just kill you.
1: So, Lunny, Press Relations or whatever her name is. So, there's like all this meditating. Can and we please just call her Lunny yeah, Press yeah. Relations? Yeah. So, there's all this meditating, and then Lunny's like, hey, look, <laughs> if you come with us, if you come in us with heavy artillery we're gonna give it right back to you i was like you were just meditating
3: (laughs) no we're not gonna
6: be victims if you're gonna come at us with the big artillery we're gonna play
1: your game and that was unsettling to a lot of us but it was also uh, brought a sense of security in some bizarre way. So Sheila's like, look, we didn't have any weapons till they bombed our hotel and I don't believe in turning the other cheek so game on, bitches.
0: When Sheila said, I don't believe in turning the other cheek, I don't know. There's, I'm so conflicted on my feelings because there's a lot of the shit that Sheila says that I kind of agree with. 100%. You let, know? let me
1: say one thing. I gave it a goog. Yeah. <laughs> The Oregonians did not bomb that hotel. Who did it? There was some terrorist thing. It's all over the internet, guys. Look it up.
0: I want to talk a little bit more about, there's all of this footage of them learning how to shoot guns. This is so
1: scary. Remember the
0: crazy, boring Australian?
1: Jane. Boring Jane.
0: Jane. Boring Jane, who suddenly, Jane is complicated. I knew it.
1: (laughs) I had already
6: had experience with guns because my dad had a gun. We used to go and shoot rabbits. And Sheila was very pleased about that. She used to run around telling everybody, oh, Shanti B, it's a really good shot.
1: But this is legit (laughs) weapons training. It is target practice. We're looking at semi-automatic rifles. This is scary. You guys, this is absolutely terrifying. They are
0: armed to the teeth. They're
1: all in a line. I know. There's like 50 of them, and then they're running and stopping and shooting. And you guys,
2: they're all pretty good at this. They are. It's super scary. And when we showed them how good training we had, They were shocked.
0: We're we're seeing sort of like the fruits of their labor of taking over the town. Like they did this thing where they took over city council. There's this guy. I don't know what his name is. John Silvertooth. Yeah, he's been with us since the beginning. He's Uh wearing overalls. He tells this story about how like the Rajneeshis didn't want to just vote all of the local townspeople off of city government.
3: The Rajneeshis, they didn't want to seem like they took over everything. So they voted three of theirs and two of ours. They voted me and this other guy. Well, as soon as the other guy saw that, well, he was out of town like two days. He was gone.
1: <laughs> the other local, not John Silvertooth, was like, "I'm sorry, what?" and bailed and moved <laughs> out of Antelope, like moved like moved out of the state. <laughs> and John was like, "They
3: didn't scare me." Sometimes you know, keep your enemies close. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> You learn a lot more being nice.
0: Yeah. They start talking about all these insane ordinances that they're passing? Well,
1: so the first thing the city council passes, this is where it's like, you guys, please. I
0: know. They're just fucking with them at this point. Exactly. Yeah. The
1: first thing they pass is nude sunbathing because priorities. <laughs> Let's have that be the first thing they pass. <laughs> it's not going to be gun laws. I know that.
5: Apparently, everything the Rajneeshis did to take over this small town was legal, The question is, was it right? The new Rajneesh-controlled city council passed an ordinance reserving this weed-covered city park for nude sunbathing.
1: Now that we're on to nude sunbathing, this is a nice little transition into the next thing. (laughs) Sure. Which is how the poor Oregonians just kept hearing their (laughs) sex noises.
3: At night, up here, you can hear everything that goes on because there's no background noise. It's not like a city. And you could hear them going all night. It's like you're in the same room with them, you know.
5: There is a sense of lustiness and sexual obsession there that I have never known of anywhere. And you could hear
1: people having orgasmic experiences experiences all day and all night. You can build however many makeshift homegrown pizza places you want and a dam and an irrigation system, but right. it's not like, an, it's still not like a city city. It's not right. New York City. Exactly. Where like the sound can be absorbed. Correct. The sound has a lot to bounce off of.
0: <laughs> Got 10,000 meditators just going at it every night.
1: Yeah. And of course my brain was like, oh, was, was it all consensual?
3: Like right. were they all oh, right. Oh. right?
1: like how Please many crimes admit- were you hearing?
3: They had a police force in Antelope that patrolled the streets all night long, cars with lights on them, and the lights would be flashing, going through town while people were trying to sleep.
4: They called it the Peace Force. And it was not a peace force. It was a
3: harassment force.
1: So now the Rushnishis, they start what they're calling a peace force. Just call it what it is. If you're going to call it like we're going to harass the people of Antelope (laughs) Force, then I wouldn't have as much of a problem with it. But you can't call it a peace force. Right. So they start their own police force. And what they would do is, like we, we, what we were talking about in the last episode, they were just following people, monitoring them, videotaping them, harassing them. They're full on
0: gangsters. Them. Like these guys, these, like, these orange these Gangsters in orange robes. Right. Yes. Like hipster weirdos are like, they're full on gangsters. It's like, this is like Al Capone. This is like out of the 30s. Yeah. In Chicago. Right. That's the full extent of what I know about the
1: mob. <laughs> Can we have Chicago be our palate cleanser then? Yes. Yes. yes.
0: yes. <laughs> We're running out of songs with that one. You like that musical a lot. I oh, know.
1: But you just said, I mean, what was I supposed to do? Not make a reference to Chicago when you said Chicago in the 30s? I mean, I'm not a monster. So Sheila is basically, Sheila says that all
2: press is good press, essentially, like in her way. The media is expensive. And one should not miss an opportunity for free publicity.
0: She looks great on camera, by the way. She is
2: fantastic on camera. Yeah. She, you cannot look away from
1: her. It's true. She's got these zingers. Yes, I yes, mean, yes. I mean, she's amazing. We'll
0: get to them. Oh, oh.
5: The
1: <laughs> You guys, this is the episode. I know. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to ruin it, but this is the one. She says it in this episode. Or in, in like our episode, it's this one. I'm not going to say it. You know what it is. It's a, a hint, alliteration, but we'll get there.
0: She goes on the fucking Merv Griffin show? She goes on Crossfire, Donahue. I was like, where the hell is that Garbage Fire Geraldo?
2: She, I mean, she's like, (laughs) I don't need him. She said no. Bhagwan told me to be very, very strong in the media. I had to be provocative. I had to provoke.
0: Isn't your leader the free sex guru?
2: Free sex, we don't charge for it, if you mean that.
0: Right. (laughs)
1: Sheila on the Merv Griffin I show. I ca- like I, I that's bananas. Like that sounds like a dream I had. Like it's ridiculous. And so like then like oh Sheila cursed on the Merv Griffin show and then it's national news. Right. And, and then, then she cursed people-
0: on Donahue. Right.
1: And so like she knows she is playing everyone like a fiddle. She is unreal to watch. Totally. And then like people would push back at her. People in the cult would be like, "Can you calm down?" And she's like, "Let me do my job. You goddamn hippies. Stop <laughs> trying to silence me. Like, go she- meditate. Go uh, whatever." And then a rep- Porter asks her what she says to people who don't like the Rajneeshis. She says, are you guys ready? Are you ready? It's here.
2: It's ready.
3: Sheila, whatever your plans are, we
4: don't want the Rajneeshis. We don't want the orange people in our town.
2: What can I say? Tough
1: titties.
3: Tough titties!
1: <laughs> but she says it calmly. Do you know that meme is the best thing ever? Because it's her giving the finger and it just says Tough titties. <laughs> she's like you know she's taunting the reporters saying like i'm not gonna run
2: for cover no i'm not running for cover mister i don't run for cover and person like you make me run for cover Ah, oh, that's a joke
0: she says it's to a guy's Face. she is coming so hard for this reporter it is like unreal she is and she's like deadlocked onto his eyes It's that moment was riveting to I'm, watch
1: I'm telling you Marjorie take notes wherever you are <laughs> this is a true evil genius
0: I'm not convinced she's evil I'm not okay <laughs> she's media gold
1: Yes. all press is good press in the eyes of Sheila so like I'm sure there were some people sitting at home like why do you keep giving her attention because the more press they got the more money they got yeah they end up having like 500,000 members
0: right around the world all around the world like their communes are thriving
1: they they are worth in 1983 about 60 million dollars you guys so
0: remember our, our guy on the city council Silvertooth Silvertooth you guys this guy this is the best you know the this guy's got like tricks up his sleeves for days he's, he's
1: like always like qu- kind of chuckle remember you were like they also kind of say with a chuckle yes. he's the chuckliest totally chuckle-er.
0: but he's also kind of quiet it's always the quiet ones you gotta watch out for you guys yeah.
1: well he says to camera and he goes well i'm gonna tell you a story i shouldn't tell you <laughs> and i've never told anybody and yeah. then laughs
3: totally and i'm like
1: sing out louise let's go <laughs> what do you got for us girl
3: <laughs> well i'll tell you this story and i shouldn't probably tell you i've never told it in public they didn't know it you know and i was spying on them
0: <laughs> well he basically goes to like throw something away at the dump and he's like let me climb over this fence and down into this dump
3: we used to have a little city dump, so i just taken the garbage up there one day and there in the garbage i could see the stuff they'd thrown in a poster and I thought, well, that'd be kind of cool to have.
1: Oh, he's like saw this Rosh Nishi poster, and he's like, "This'll be cool to, like, for a souvenir." <laughs> I know, or, like, it's so weird. When the, t- when the city and the ranch go up in flames, he'll <laughs> like have that, and it's on his wall. He like shows it. Is that right? Yes, it's like a picture of the Bogwan. It's like remember those old like posters where it'd be like the Blues Brothers or like the, the Rat Pack playing oh, at yeah, the yeah, Sands. Yeah. It was like that, only with the fucking Bogwan.
3: Went over there and grabbed the poster, and there's a lot of other stuff. I started looking at it. So, oh, this is pretty interesting. And find these things in there. It goes, shred this. Shred this document after the meeting.
0: He's telling us about these documents. These n- unshredded documents that say shred on top of that. Like, please you shred
3: this.
1: Idiots. Love it you, Sheila. <laughs> like, you could see. Where, if they would sign it, love you.
0: That's so insane.
3: And there were incriminating things in them. There were instructions about censoring the mail making sure everything's read before it goes out. There were documents about arranged marriages. I mean, there was a vast array of crap. And they had a big leak, and they didn't even know it.
0: And he's like, let me call my friend the district attorney. Yeah,
1: David Frohenmayer. Yeah. Meyer, whatever. So now what they're doing, they're bringing up the separation of church and state.
4: There was a question of whether the city of Koram was a legitimate government entity or whether it was a government
3: entity that was effectively controlled by a religion. The problem that we identified was that the two were inextricably linked. The Attorney
0: General, all of these people are just looking for any reason to get rid of them. And they're thinking one of the things that they can latch onto is this like separation of church and state. And then, you guys, as the higher ups in the government are really starting to come for them, they're, the Rajneeshis aren't handling it well. All of a sudden, they're threatening civil war.
5: Rajneesh Puram had been licensed as a police force. Everybody knew that their loyalty was not to their badge, their loyalty was to Bhagwan. So they had semi automatic weapons, tear grass grenades. You had the mayor of Rajneeshpuram threatening civil war.
4: What I see here today as I look out is the beginning of a civil war in this county. If that's what you want, fine.
0: So, yeah, it was a huge problem. It's just like escalating and escalating and escalating.
1: And then, so not so boring anymore, maybe Jane. Yeah, she's
0: getting more interesting. Says
1: that Sheila became just as important as Bhagwan
0: Osho, the head weirdo.
1: Sheila. She became the focus, one step
0: back
6: into his house. So we didn't see him and Sheila stepped forward. And so with time, I just became more and more devoted to her. I was, my devotion to Bhagwan kind of swapped over
0: and it included not just Bhagwan, but also Sheila so this answers the question of like where is this guy Sheila's just like running the show she's running around on TV she's like threatening civil war where the hell is the bad one
1: and she's doing that thing where it's like oh man you've turned a corner she's talking about herself in the third person
2: (laughs) you never know Sheila's never uh, she's very spontaneous she's extremely spontaneous and she moves with the moods she moves with the wind she moves with the time of the day Sheila is a mystery. She's
0: very mysterious.
1: <laughs> and I thought she was going to break into like, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's the
0: She she's. Also, Sheila's house. Okay. You say it because I can't. Sheila's house is called Jesus Grove. I had to rewind that. I was like, did they really say Jesus Grove? Close captions.
1: <laughs> I mean, so basically that's like where all the cool kids would hang out. Yes.
0: It's I would like... have totally been in Jesus Grove. <laughs>
1: Again, you've turned a corner when you're like naming your house can I you know. just like come to my house <laughs> I don't get it like why do you have to <laughs> and then she wakes up boring Jane in the middle of the night and it's like come over and wax my legs now
6: at some point I was woken in the night 11 o'clock I was fast asleep in bed and told to come down to Jesus Grove right away and to bring my wax and Sheila wanted me to wax her legs so I did and Not long after that, Sheila moved me into her house.
1: And that's what gets Jane into the cool kids club. (laughs)
0: This is where boring Jane turns into like, interesting Jane, question mark. Also, waxing your legs, that sounds awful. Yeah,
1: waxing is a nightmare. (laughs) So here's what they do next. Yeah. The Roshanishis start recruiting homeless people to move to Oregon because
0: they need votes. But it doesn't start that way. Like, it's, I mean, I'm sure that that was always the plan, but at first it seems like they're just taking in these homeless people.
3: It didn't matter whether you're a woman or what color your skin was, whether you're a vet, any person who were invited.
0: They're traveling coast to coast to like find these homeless people and take them in. It seems like it seems like a really beautiful gesture. Sheila is going on and on about how they're taking care of them. They give them dental work, they clean them up. What we did with
2: them. Is to clean them up, clean their open wounds, or give them free dental work, check their eyes. We gave them back the self-respect. Right, and then four minutes after that, four yeah. seconds
1: after that, Sheila admits, no, we want to take over Wasco County. Yeah. So not only the small town, now
2: they want the whole county and they need the votes, they get a bunch of homeless people. These elections of 84 felt like a conspiracy to shut down Ratnishpuram Politicians were planning to elect Republican anti-Rodneshi commission. So Pagwan
6: told Sheila it was time to take over Wasco County.
2: At that point, if we didn't protect ourselves with what law allows to bring these homeless people, uh, it would be stupid on our part.
0: You guys, then we find out that the, all that you need to do to be a voter in Oregon is be born in the United States, be 18 years or older, and live in Oregon for 20 days or longer. Right. They're getting thousands of people- mm-hmm. And the whole big scare here is that they took over the town, now they're going to take over the county, next they're going to take over the state and then what? Right. You guys, maybe we should fix the homeless problem in this country and then we wouldn't just have like vulnerable people that we can just take and make them do whatever we want. Right. So what's happening is that basically on the on-screen text it's like a countdown until the election.
1: Another election.
0: Right. And this big election is all about like are the Rushnishis going to be able to vote enough of their people into city council to take over the county. The county is is seeing what she doing and they're afraid it's gonna work and then the county clerk! This is a dirty trick you guys.
1: And she is trying to make this announcement and there's like noise (laughs) and she keeps shooting, she keeps giving these death looks like I am trying to speak
0: Rajnishi street
5: people arrived in the Dalles to register as voters. They were met by Sue Prophet, Wasco County Clerk because I have reason to believe there are organized efforts to fraudulently register people in Wasco County to vote in the November general election, I have decided to do a blanket rejection of all new voter registrations in Wasco County.
1: So all these people who are like, hey, I just moved to Oregon. I promise I've lived here for 20 days. I yep. want to apply. She's like, I'm not accepting any more applications. Every application past this date is just void. It's not happening. So now the homeless people are pissed because they were promised to vote. And the cult like doesn't know what to do with them. And now it's utter... Chaos.
6: We had literally thousands of homeless people causing complete chaos. It became clear that we had a hornet's nest right in the middle of the community.
1: So what do they do? What do the rushnishis do to solve this problem? They sedate the homeless people without their knowledge. They roofie them.
6: So Haldol, a sedative, was put into the beer that was served to the homeless people
0: with their evening meal.
1: And they're putting roofies in their evening beer at dinner because everyone gets two beers a day.
0: You guys, I this is my this is my biggest problem with this call is that you're only allowed to have two beers a day. Like, Don't what? tell
1: me what to do. <laughs> if I can have sex with whoever I want and like do whatever I want exactly. and like shoot a gun whenever I want, right. I can have as much beer and not be just. Let, also, if Sheila had a cocktail. Maybe she
0: could loosen up for a second. For fuck's sake.
1: And then so now they're drugged and they have a dance party right out of Glory Days. <laughs> Michael Alec is like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So now Sheila needs to come up with another plan to win this election, this other election, election on top of election. Now, instead of
6: trying to trick your way through or shout your way through or force your way through to get what you wanted, now it was different. Now there was talk of killing people to get what you wanted.
1: To get them out of the way. And then this episode ends with the lawyer who cries all the time. Yeah. It ends with him saying, like, we all have darkness inside us. That doesn't make you a bad person. And then the evilest evil laughed like, a voiceover. Like, they paid some guy to be like, can you just laugh really? I know, I know. Go
2: back
4: know. to crying, dude. I know. There's darkness in all of us. All of us have our dark side. It's just the nature of being human. Doesn't make you a bad person.
1: (laughs) Part four. So now it's like the county is starting to send people to the Roshnishi's area to write up citations.
3: We had to make a number of trips down to the ranch, evaluate what was built. And there were three single wide structures. I said, I'd like to go in this building. And they said, oh, it's just janitorial supplies. Just, you know, there's no need to, you know. And he went up and he said, oh, it's locked and I don't have the key. And I thought about that often since. Had I pressed the issue, what would have happened that day? Turns out that was their lab.
1: Turns out that was their
0: lab. I was like, lab? <laughs> <laughs> lab? For- <laughs> there's a
3: lab I know now? I
0: know, I know, I That's know. That's when things are... A lab? I know. So we get 45 minutes of... There's a salmonella outbreak in this town. Right.
1: Health officials are puzzled by this one. They say they've never seen a case where the symptoms have developed so quickly. They'll be working over the weekend to try to pinpoint the cause. In the meantime, they're asking people who develop symptoms to contact their county health department immediately.
4: Phones have been ringing off a hook at the Wasco County Health Department for two days. The callers are sick. They're throwing up,
1: have headaches, and diarrhea. Over 750 people were poisoned. Yeah. And nobody knew. They were calling in the CDC. Right. They had no. It took them a long time to figure out what it was. I'm like, nobody wants
0: to look at the cult of weirdos up the hill? And they were like, it's probably the food handlers. <laughs> I was like, please do not blame hourly employees. My God. So everyone
1: else is like, are we going to talk about the... The the crazy sex cult. I can hear them talking right now.
0: So Jim Weaver. Who's a senator from Oregon. Right.
1: He's on the floor and he's like, look, look, look I, no, 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 I hear you. I don't have a shred of evidence, but like why isn't anyone looking at the gigantic cult who came in and like turned the world upside down and has right. been kind of like a nuisance and violent and weird and sexual and they have like a lab that we don't know about. Like right. maybe, like, maybe it's not the food handlers who are definitely not like in cahoots. Are you kidding me? So he's like calling out the medical center at the Rajneesh compound.
4: The Rajneesh Medical Corporation has a well-equipped medical
3: laboratory at Rajneesh Purim. I can only conclude and very positively conclude that sabotage did take place.
1: So then we see this woman at a press conference and at first you're like, why isn't Sheila there? Where is Sheila? Sheila should be like running this whole show. Right so then the woman's like yes you're absolutely right we're infecting this town with love and with joy and with sex and love and yes it will be an an epidemic and And it's gonna be the whole world with orange and sex and whatever and you're like okay that's like a dad joke it's totally a dad joke it will be an epidemic of love okay and we are going to infect
6: we're going to infect not only the Dalles, not only Portland not only Salem Not only the whole state of Oregon and the whole country of the United States of America, Rajneeshis are going to infect the whole world with joy
1: and with laughter on epidemic proportions. So now Sheila is on some shaky ground because that whole, like, trying to take advantage of homeless people plan didn't really work so well. Fell through. So she's under a lot of pressure. And she's like, well, I guess I'll just poison this whole town, I guess, right? Like, I guess... If the homeless of like totally taking advantage of homeless people didn't work. I guess the next best thing is just poisoning 750 Ye- people. Yes. Right. So we are here immediately from Boring Jane. Sheila's position was in jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So when Buck One told Sheila she needed
6: to be sure that Rajneeshis were elected to the County Commission, it was for her so important. Cause this may mean the difference between her remaining his secretary or not
0: the funny thing is to remember Lakshmi remember when Lakshmi's position was in jeopardy oh. and Sheila basically chuckled all the way through that story it was like boring I had her
1: Jane- fired on the spot and then I totally <laughs> took it over and like where is where is Lakshmi tied <laughs> to a tree Lakshmi? in a
0: forest in Bombay bugs. I'm just saying oh. but boring Jane did not take any delight in Sheila's position being shaky she's like I waxed her legs I'm with her for life
1: Sheila will find and kill Boring Jane if she says anything that was not dictated to her. Or if she re- if she goes off script a little. Sheila does not believe in improv. So that's all happening. Enter the Hollywood crowd. By
6: this time, a small group of people, rich people in their own right, had come to Rashtishpuram. They were known as the Hollywood crowd. Are you
0: okay? <laughs> as soon as, as soon as, like the lawyer that won't stop crying said the words, "the Hollywood crowd." Boring Jane did. Oh my god! I was oh right. Boring Jane was the first one to say it. Yeah. I I sat up a little straighter in my seat. I Primped refilled my coffee, and I was like, "Girls, Put some let's lip gloss do this." On. <laughs> yes.
1: So this woman, Hacia. Whatever oh my the fucker was. I am
0: was. obsessed with Hasia.
1: She was the center of the group. Her husband or ex-husband was Al Ruddy, who won an Oscar for producing the Godfather. I know. I
0: just love it. She's rich, she's beautiful. She calls herself a connoisseur of the best. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted nothing but the best. I would call myself
6: a connoisseur of best.
1: Do you know that I missed that and I just feel nauseous? The, a connoisseur of the best. So they basically they were throwing fundraising parties. They would throw all these fancy parties at yeah. their fancy Hollywood house with the Hollywood crowd and they'd invite their rich friends over and they'd convince them to quote surrender to the master.
5: <laughs> John bought this mansion in West Hollywood for the Bhagwan the perfect place for their sannyasin friends to meditate and collect money.
0: It's used as a sort of
5: recruiting center. Wealthy people are invited to parties and introduced to the joys of surrendering to the master. Look, if anyone <laughs> invites me over, first no one
1: would because I do not have the the money of the Hollywood crowd. And was like, he here's a party. Welcome to my party. It's time for you to now m- surrender to the master. There would be a me-shaped hole. I'd, I, you know what? I'd fake listen, take advantage of the open bar. <laughs> Whatever finger foods they had, probably like the take freshest. Take a dip in that pool. I mean, you gotta
0: take a dip in the pool. Look, I know
1: connoisseur of the best right here. <laughs> I'd like listen, and then there'd be a Michelangelo. Surrender to the master. Get the Fuck out of here. What are you talking about? It's bullshit. So then the Hollywood crowd, they're just known as the Hollywood crowd. And, and the documentary calls them this. <laughs> and they're saying it.
0: All of them are saying it like, oh, yes, the Hollywood oh, crowd. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they were known as the like Hollywood capital
1: crowd. Capital T, capital H, <laughs> capital C. Like you guys. THC. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the Hollywood crowd would show Osho oh, the head weirdo magazines filled with, like, million-dollar watches and diamonds and all this shit. And Boring Jane was like, <laughs> Sheila never would have showed him those magazines because Sheila knew that he would want it. <laughs>
0: boring chains like he liked shiny things because he has a small
1: peen <laughs> and likes shiny things and so he made everyone worship him and surrender to him is right. everyone is everyone getting this he drives a rolls royce he has the smallest peen on the planet <laughs> he likes shiny things
0: to nobody's surprise sheila feels threatened
1: soups threatened
0: yeah the hollywood people
6: had direct access to buguan access to buguan was everything He would invite them to come and spend time with him without Sheila to accompany them.
4: Sheila felt threatened. She suspected that
0: there were other people now who were having his ear. It was like on the Golden Girls when Rose got beach friends. Sometimes you just get fancy new friends.
2: I was with Boboan because I fell in love with him. And we went through a beach journey. But Unfortunately, Bagwan got sidetracked. Well, he's now
1: suddenly like a doomsday prepper.
0: Yes, <laughs> like, totally.
1: Like when Sheila started took that hard left where she started talking in the third person and yes. like poisoning people. <laughs> he took a hard right and became a doomsday prepper <laughs> and wanted to wear one million dollar watches and hang out with the Hollywood crowd. They, you know, some people just <laughs> grow apart. <laughs> Some people grow and change,
0: and you just have to let them do their thing. But Sheila finds out that these the Hollywood crowd has gotten him addicted to pills. No, laughing gas <laughs> and Valium. One day,
2: our pharmacist comes totally upset to me, brought with him the prescription that was written by Bhagwan's doctor to get drugs for Bhagwan. I was horrified. This rich group of people have gotten Baguan hooked onto the drugs. Combination of laughing gas, Valium. Can you
1: see that crazy guy with that long beard just <laughs> giggling? <laughs> Just S's, S <laughs> H. So now Sheila's like, hey, I feel like we should have a conversation about all the drugs we're taking because everyone, there's a shit ton of negative attention on us anyway. Yes. So I feel like having a Hollywood crowd with money and like obviously cocaine. It was the 80s, you yeah. guys. I'm so sorry about <laughs> it. Uh, and the laughing gas and the volume. She, yeah. Valium. <laughs> so and the
2: laughing gas and the volume. <laughs> <laughs> Valium, why can't I say it? <laughs> 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 I gave every argument that I could think of. The drugs would be attracting every legal entity to shut us down. That's exactly what they are waiting for. He heard everything and that simply said, you stay out of it. Let Devraj do his He told
1: her to mind her own business Oh, stay out of it.
0: my God. Did
1: Sheila tolerate it? Yes or no? Spoiler, no. She goes, I couldn't tolerate it. And then she goes, there, I lost my patience. There,
2: I lost my patience.
1: You think she's going to take anything from that guy? She's the face of this thing. I know, I know. He might be on all the book covers, but she's the one bringing in that money.
0: It's true. The next trick the government has up their sleeve is they're trying to they're trying to break up this commune by getting rid of the bagwan by deporting him on like an immigration thing,
1: right? Because he is that he's he's not really like on the grid, right? So the government's like, you can't be a cult leader and also be in the country illegally. Like we have <laughs> to draw
4: the line somewhere. Immigration was the biggest tool to destroy the community because there was a whole lot of pressure from Washington D.C to go after this guy and get rid of this guy.
1: So now the crying lawyer starts an actual legal operation like he starts an LLC. It's true. Whatever, they go back and forth. It's another legal case. The lawyer who can't stop crying actually wins it on his birthday, no less. I know, happy birthday. And he's super happy. And then my notes just say, he's crying again.
4: (laughs) (sighs) The INS granted his visa as a religious teacher and leader. They acknowledged he was a religious teacher and leader. We didn't win much in Oregon, but we won
1: that one. So now we get into the marriage fraud. The marriage fraud is kind of crazy. So we meet Charles Turner, who's the U.S. attorney in Oregon, and he's like, "Well, let's get them criminally. Let's yeah. like, really go after if them.
0: If we can't get them on the immigration thing, let's get them criminally."
1: Right. So they were all like, they were against marriage. They were all into like sex and violence and drinking and roofing homeless <laughs> people against their will and just a, a bunch of other shit. But marriage really drew. They drew the line on marriage. <laughs> But then suddenly a bunch of members (laughs) were getting married. Yes. Which is, again, Sheila Girl. Yeah. That's a red flag you probably should have. Yes. Come on. Anticipated. Right. So Charles Turner explains what they did.
5: So the typical case would be this. Swami Prem Robert, an American citizen, would be ordered to go to Houston, Texas. Ma Hannah, a foreign sannyasin, would be ordered to go to Houston, Texas and the two of them would be instructed to go back to their original non sannyasin names. They would each get jobs. They would get an apartment together. They would establish what ostensibly looked like a committed life together. They would go to city hall. They would get a marriage license. A few weeks later, go to the immigration service and say, we are in a committed relationship here, and under the immigration laws, we would like a green card. A green card would issue Zoom. Both parties make a hasty retreat back to the ranch and return to their original lives and original partners that they had.
1: Here's the big takeaway. This is the largest immigration fraud case in the history of the United States. It's
0: like, guys, come on. Sheila,
1: like, can't you just let one thing go? You I have know. to do, like, immig- marriage immigration fraud for one reason. And poison
0: everybody and take over a town. You know
1: what? I think you were right what you were saying before. She wasn't, like, where does it end? Yeah. If they wanted people to be married and have IDs in different states. I know. They wanted them to vote all over the country. Right.
0: So were they going to try to eventually take over the yes. United States government? Yes. So, okay, this is when boring... Australia gets actually interesting. (laughs) She's like,
1: well, and then one day we woke up and we were talking about murdering people.
6: (laughs) A list was being made of enemies of the commune. People were talking about killing other people. Sheila considered Mr. Turner a real enemy of the commune. Mr. Turner had the last say when it came to whether or not Bhagwan could stay in America.
1: So Boring Jane is a good shot, as we've heard. And just like that, she's off to Portland. (laughs) Off to Portland to, like, to kill the dude who could possibly deport the Bhagwan. She's like, all right. So what they were going to, they were going to shoot and kill him in the middle of the street, but that didn't happen.
6: I was saying to myself, what are we doing? This is absolutely
1: crazy. This is, like, in the middle of town. And we're going to kill somebody here? the fact that this is insane, even Jane is like, can you believe we tried to kill this guy (laughs) on his way out of work in the middle of the street? They planned it out of McDonald's. Donald In the middle, in broad daylight in the middle of the street. I know. Spoiler, didn't happen. I know.
0: Thank God.
1: So now Sheila is holding some kind of trial or like a rally. So it's like
0: a reckoning day for the homeless people. Like they've been slowly kicking them out. And now it's like Sheila has no use for them anymore.
1: Well, you know what she's not going to tolerate? What? Any more hanky panky from today on.
3: (laughs) The honeymoon is over at Rajneesh Param between the followers of the Bhagwan and many of the street people they invited there. The street people claim that yesterday, Ma Anand Sheila called the entire street
4: people population into this large assembly hall and held a trial of sorts.
2: So what I would like you to understand that I'm not going to tolerate problem makers, any sort of hanky panky from today on. Tomorrow morning, you will start receiving messages that you need to leave. You need to leave. First of all. Tough titties and hanky panky in the same TCOF. Come,
0: we've already used hanky panky from um, Tracy as a palate cleanser, so we can't use it for this episode. I know it's too bad. I know, I know.
1: know. Um, But Sheila has a different voice. She's talking to them like a pre-K teacher. Yes, where she's like, "So now, yes, some of you are going to get notices. Raise your hand. All eyes on me. When the hand goes up, the mouth goes closed, and that drives me insane.
0: And then you see the hot homeless people being dragged out. What? I'm sorry, but, like, they cleaned them up. They all look
4: good. She says, you, you're on the bus, and the man is immediately escorted out and held under tight security while he packs his things and leaves. I saw five or six guys just completely, you know, like, physically being dragged out, you know, by these security guards.
0: The, the whole idea that they were going to help these people, that that's why they were bringing them into this cult, is bogus. Because it was never real to begin with. All they cared about was having them vote. Now that they can't vote, like, they have no use for them anymore.
1: Right. And so now this little trial rally, whatever, was just, like, to save face for her to be like, I know – Hanky panky's happening, yeah, and so now that's why you're being kicked out. It's not arbitrary, right? Because we needed your votes, it's because there's hanky panky.
0: You know what, though? Some of them were happy to leave, like, <laughs> we, don't, we don't know his name, we don't get this guy's name, but uh, here's what he had to say: What
3: would you tell another young person
0: not to come unless you want to be queer? Because they're all kind of queers and everything. Because I seen him myself after kissing hugging, and hugging in a lesbian suit,
1: huh? Um, I. <laughs> I agree. I think the... And the lesbians. The and the lesbians. And the lesbians. <laughs> look, I... What do we say in the in the first ep where, like, he... The Bogwan looks like exactly what you would think like a creepy cult leader would look like. Yes. Where he's like, he looks like the goddamn devil. And I'm like, girl, same. <laughs> like, that I totally get. But, like, stop with the homophobia.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Not tolerated. But
0: then, like, they're in Portland. They take these people just to downtown, like, Antelope, wherever. These people are raising hell. There were people who were
1: violent, there were people who were really living on the edge uh, of
5: psychosis. Rajneesh officials today said the four men who were dropped off in Portland are
3: troublemakers.
4: They call us troublemakers, yes, and we have openly admitted that we did act out of anger. We were going to tip their
0: uh, ticket booth over and start tipping all their A-frames over right down the line. These are people who need mental health services mm-hmm. and they're not getting them. They didn't get them from the Roshnishis. Now they had stability for five seconds. They've right. been kicked out and they're raising hell in the local community. And
1: then if they, if someone in the local community would see a truck full of Roshnishis and homeless people and say like, I'm sorry, hi, um, I, I'm a taxpayer. I'm just curious like, who you're dropping off in my town. Right. They'd shove AR-15s in their face.
0: I know. Yeah, I know. It went from zero to 100 real fast. I mean... Okay, guys, it's voting day. If you remember, what's happening here is they're trying to take over the county. Right. And that's why they had all these homeless people. As soon as the homeless people couldn't vote anymore, they got rid of them. But now it's voting day.
5: The controversy in Roscoe County has made some national headlines concerning whether or not the Rajneshis would actually go to the poll. A record voter turnout is expected there.
4: Voters were turning out at a record pace at Wasco County polls. Lines began
3: forming when the polls opened at 8 a.m. And they never let up.
1: So in my notes, I have more fighting about voting. Lots of fighting about voting. You guys are fighting about voting. (laughs) And even the reporters are like, this vote was anticlimactic. (laughs) The Rashidishis lost. They didn't vote. The county legally prevented them from voting. Like, whatever. So the Rashidishis
0: did not get to take over. Right.
1: Then Sheila's back in the press. And she's like, the Oregonians haven't learned their lesson dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yet
2: Argonians. <gasps> it's a rare breed <laughs> I mean that's the only thing I can say it's a if rare
0: breed the next thing they want to know is what do you mean by that?
2: what do I mean by that? they haven't learned a lesson yet
1: <laughs> why they didn't end the episode there I'll never know I know <laughs> So then one of the lawyers is like, by 1984, this whole thing was on fire. And I mean on fire. And I'm like, that's a great line. And then I'm just like, oh shit, he means literally? No, because the Rashnishis were setting shit
0: on fire. And then they send out chocolates. And they poison the chocolates. Right. Then they poison the water. Uh huh. Then they target a journalist for murder. Here's the thing, though, with
1: the poisoning, people were almost dying. Yeah, like people, their skin was changing color. I know, their lips were turning blue. They were not breathing. I mean, this is not just like
0: no. It there these these people have gone crazy. But then you guys, they set up a Rajnishi hotline for you to call in with tips.
1: And then it was like, it became like a rumor hotline. Because, yeah. you know, it's always like, yeah, I saw those uh, Rajnichis over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I didn't like the way they looked. I'm just telling you. Everything was so crazy. Someone was like, yeah, the poison in the water over there. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I got these chocolates. It was in the hospital for like five days. Everyone's like, that's ridiculous. And then 782 other people had the same thing. Exactly. And they're like, it's all
0: True. We haven't gotten your queens in a little while. That I know. Was, that I don't know a why nice a queens treat. person yeah, I whatever. love it.
1: Okay, we're back to the Hollywood crowd. Your favorite.
0: Oh god, I love them so much. Okay, so I just want them to accept me.
1: <laughs> they do. Oh.
0: In their hearts.
1: <laughs> so the head one, Hasia, whatever her name Hasya, is. Hasia, yeah. yeah. Yeah, She ends up marrying the Bagwan's personal doctor. Yes. Which means that Sheila's out. She doesn't have really any access to him anymore. For Sheila,
6: this was the last straw she realized that she had lost the battle. And in the middle of all this, unknown to Bhagwan, she had his room wiretapped in order to protect him. Sheila would be aware
0: of any possible danger to Begwan. I'm only laughing because we've we've talked about this in other episodes. We find out that she bugged his room. You guys, this is the 80s with like a tape recorder. It
1: was just like on top of the dresser. How are you not afraid that that <laughs>
0: like what if the tape is like, like- <laughs> <sighs> automatic rewind, girl? How do you not live with that fear constantly? <laughs> Sheila manufactured a
1: 16-hour tape. She would sneak in and out. Don't worry about Sheila. So she wiretaps his room and realizes that the Bhagwan is asking the doctor, how can, I, how can you induce death so that I can die in a peaceful and painless and dignified way? So then, like, the next day, so, like, Sheila gets this tape, and then the next day the Bhagwan's like, oh, hey, girl, Sheila, hey, hey. <laughs> so um, I haven't talked to you in a while, because I'm in with the Hollywood crowd now, so uh, I got my own cool kids table, but, uh, so, new orders. Can you, like, build a crematorium? <laughs> And then he's like, by the way, I have a new prediction. Now he makes predictions. Right. Don't, Episode totally. four, didn't know he made predictions. Right. Now he's like, I'm going to die, I think. I'm feeling it. I have a feeling. July 6th, I'm out. Build that crematorium, girl. Thanks. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> so you guys, it's the day before the induced death, y'all. We're here. And Sheila is like, look, I'm just going to kill the doctor before he kills the bad one. I'm- <laughs>
0: That's exactly what happened. You guys, that is exactly what happened. Sheila called a group of us
6: to her house and she told us tomorrow, Bhagwan is going to orchestrate his death. Tomorrow, Devarage is going to kill him. We've got to stop it. We have to do something. If we can stop Devarage, if we can kill Devarage, Bhagwan won't die. Who will do it?
1: So Jane's like, girl, I got you. I wax your legs at two in the morning. You know I'm a really good shot. I kind of hate myself for doing this. I'm going to do it. Yeah. They're not going to shoot, but she's not going to shoot him. She's going to poison
0: him. Oh my God, you guys. So
1: now it's July 6th, the day of the death, (laughs) y'all. So now we're at the big Master's Day party which I'm not even going to get into whatever the fuck that is. Because they don't
0: so we don't know what it is. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So now Jane not at all boring anymore. Jane.
0: <laughs> Assassin Jane.
1: Straight up stabs the doctor <laughs> with a needle.
6: As Bugwan stood up to leave and everybody cheered and waved their hands in, in absolute ecstasy and joy I approached Devarage and said something into his ear and as he leaned towards me I pushed the syringe
1: she like walks up to him or stabs him yeah and then he's like I feel so what and he fights back and then she's like and then she drops the needle
6: I behaved to Devarage as though nothing had happened. I looked at him quizzically what's wrong with you what's what what's the problem he stood up staggered, Walked backwards. I followed him.
0: What's wrong with you? What's the problem? What's the problem? Jane pretended like she didn't know what was wrong. Can you imagine anything more enraging than like knowing you're about to die and that this bitch just stabbed you? She's like, Are you okay? And now she's pretending that she didn't. I can't
1: understand you. Can you be clear?
0: Here's the thing that's enraging we don't know if he's dead or not.
1: You're absolutely right. All I have in my notes is that he staggers away from her. And she, like, walked out like there was nothing. And And you have, like, that Kill Bill music in the background. Yeah, and we're seeing his
0: point of view. Like, we're seeing, like, a fake point of view where it's blurry and the music is pulsing really loud. But when it cuts to her, she says, I tried to kill somebody.
1: Regardless, Jane's like, I stepped over a line there. Yes. Whether the guy's dead or not, she tried to make it happen. She's like, ooh. Time
6: to go. I'd grown up clearly understanding that thou shalt not kill. Now I had tried to kill somebody. What had happened? I knew I had gone beyond the pale. I knew I had stepped over the line. And on that day, I also knew I had to leave.
1: So Sheila's worn out and heartbroken, and her mother came to visit her. Look, I know where Sheila gets it now, because her mother's like, if you don't stop moping, you're going to (laughs) die. And she was like, "Whoa, <laughs> I guess I have yeah. to leave." Like, yeah. and she's like, "I saw my mother's pain pieced out two days later. She's she's
2: gone.
0: She, you guys, Sheila leaves, and Boring Jane goes with her."
2: Uh huh. I knew I would be excommunicated, but I'm leaving. I had learned from Bhagwan: burn your bridges.
0: Go forward, And she's gone. So then Bagwan holds a press conference. He comes out. They invite the press. He addresses his people. Oh, he is not happy. She is pissed. And she spills the tea. Silla
4: and her group,
0: they tried
4: to kill three people.
0: They have attempted to murder people in the commune. They have attempted to to murder people in the last. They have attempted bugging people's houses, my own house. These people are absolutely criminals.
1: And now Sheila's public enemy number one. Yeah. And it's like, Oregon who? No, 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 we're out to get (laughs) (laughs) Sheila. And he wants vengeance, he wants her caught. And now he's like taunting Sheila and he's taunting the authorities.
0: And if the police is not going to take the action Then my people will take the action. And that's how it ends! That's how it ends!
1: This is not the last of Sheila. If you guys think that her leaving the cult is the end of <laughs> Sheila, it is not.
0: I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know. I'm, I can't wait to find out. Well, girl, we got through episodes three and four. Oh my
1: god! I texted you that this is both this was both super boring and super like jam packed with information totally. and drama. Yeah.
0: I kind of loved it, but it was it was it was a lot. It's
1: like how many elections? I have never in my life knew. <laughs> like, should I be paying more attention to elections? The answer is yes. But like. <laughs> I was like, there's another election and another council and another this. It just went on and on and on.
0: Uh, girl, where can they find us? At
1: True Crime Obsessed on the Twitter, truecrimeobsessed.com, our new revamped website. Yes. our calendar and all this stuff, and we just love you guys. And please, please, please join our Facebook discussion group on Facebook. Because it's like
0: high school. Instead of like talking on the phone for eight hours, I'm just in the Facebook group for eight hours every day. Where can they find you, girl?
1: At Jillian with a G on all the things.
0: I'm at Patrick Hines underscore on the Instagram, at Patrick Hines on the Twitter. Uh, you guys, no preview this week, because we were just doing the last two episodes of Wild Wild, wild Country yeah. next week. Yeah. And our <gasps> palette cleanser this week is from Chicago. Always. <laughs> we love you. We'll see you later. Bye. Thank Bye. you. No. Yes. My, my question was more like wait is this grown ass man living with his aunt?
1: Maybe he was taking care of her in some way if they were. I didn't, I didn't get oh, that from there. Oh you're such a good
0: person. Look at you.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Can you tell that to the 8,000 <laughs> iTunes reviews who think I'm a monster? <laughs> just a super scary place to be and they're like no laws it's really it's like florida it's really scary <laughs> so we're
0: so hard on
1: florida I know. but i said no laws i feel like i like they'd come for me in the facebook room i know mention florida anyway hi
0: friend jill who lives in florida hi
1: hi girl boring that. jane boring jane not you know so she's boring. got a
0: bright green sweater in a closet somewhere that she puts on when everybody else goes to bed oh yeah it starts with her saying, I've always wanted nothing but the best. And then she goes, I'm just a connoisseur of of the best. Of, like, of the best. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Me and God. you both, girl. How you feeling? Very frightened. Are you sorry? Are you kidding? What's your statement? All I'd say is you jump the track i give my life to bring it back stay away from jazz and liquor and And the men who play for fun that's the thought that you came upon me when we both reach for the gun understand Understandable. understandable, yes, it's perfectly understandable. Comprehensible, comprehensible, not a bit
4: reprehensible. It's so defensive.
3: Hear gun, the, gun, the gun, the gun, oh yes they go, which the gun for the gun. A little louder. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes they go, oh yes they go, oh yes they go, Oh, yes, they both oh yeah.